Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Is the next great St. Louis Cardinal pitcher in AAA, in AA, in the minor leagues right now? We will discuss that as well as giving you the prospects that you need to pay attention to for 2024 and beyond all of that starts right now on the believe in st louis cardinals podcast so i get it i understand there there are some people maybe even many people that are frustrated with the st louis cardinals now as they have seemingly gone into hibernation over the holidays after they signed Lance Lynn, Kyle Gibson, and they topped it off with Sonny Gray. And they they filled their starting rotation. And it really feels to me like the St. Louis Cardinals are happy with the signings that they've made and happy to the additions, happy with the additions rather, that they made to their starting pitching rotation. And For somebody like me and many people that I see commenting on, many people that I've been interacting with, it really seems like the pulse of Cardinals Nation is that the St. Louis Cardinals need to do more. They need another starting pitcher. They need a couple of arms in the bullpen. And I think that's true. I think the Cardinals do need those pieces, especially in the bullpen. And I think moves are coming. I think the bullpen market really hasn't started to pick up yet. And once it does, I think the Cardinals are going to be players for a few guys. I think I do think they may not be top of the line uh, arms in the bullpen. They may not be they may not be guys that command big money, but I do think the Cardinals are going to add to their bullpen. And again, with the starting pitching, we could talk about it all day long with what the Cardinals need to do. And I do think they need to add somebody else. I do. I don't think you can rely on Steven Matz to be even a reliable fifth starter and Kyle Gibson and Lance Lynn profile as more of four and five starters. And maybe even you could say miles Michaelis is a three at best, but he's a four or a five in a rotation and a really good rotation. And so you have some glaring holes there, especially at number two, if you think Sonny Gray is the number one starter in your rotation, but could the St. Louis Cardinals be viewing some of these players in their minor league system as potential solutions, even this year in 2024. So we're going to dive into that today. It's going to be a different show. We're going to focus on some of these prospects. And the first one that we have to focus on that most people who are diehard fans of the St. Louis Cardinals already know about is Tink Hentz. Tink Hentz is the number two prospect for the St. Louis Cardinals right now in their system. He is 21 years old. He is six foot one, 185 pounds. The Cardinals selected him in round two of the 2020 MLB June amateur draft. He's from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. And Tink Hentz has a ton 
of potential. He hasn't quite put it together yet. He put it together in high A ball in the Midwest League at Peoria. But once he moved to double A, once he moved to Springfield, he struggled a little bit. In 54 and a third innings, he had a 5.47 ERA. He did strike out 53 people in 54 and a third innings. That's promising. That shows you what kind of stuff he does have. And he does have really, really good stuff. Um, and, and the potential, like I, like I mentioned, is certainly there. But this is a guy who still has a lot of work to do if he wants to crack the major league roster. Um, this is a this is a player, according to uh, pros- or according to scouting reports, has a really good fastball, a fastball that touched 99 miles an hour, but averages in the mid 90s. He has a curveball that averages in the upper 70s that has a really good bite to it. His fastball and his curveball are his two best pitches. And he's also working in a changeup and a slider that both average in the mid 80s. So just with the fastball and the curveball, I think that makes him a really, really good prospect. But if he can put together the slider and the changeup and have that four pitch repertoire at the major league level by the time that he gets there, and he's only 21 years old, he's among the youngest of these prospects, which I think makes him the most intriguing name that we're going to talk about today. And he's the number two prospect for the St. Louis Cardinals for a reason. And the question is, can he put it all together this year if he gets promoted to AAA? And can he make an impact as early as 2024? And according to MLB.com, his ETA is 2024. Um, and, And so it is very possible, probably not at the beginning of the season, but maybe in the middle of the season, maybe once the September call-ups happen. And if the Cardinals are in the playoff picture, which we all hope they are, maybe he can make a difference there. But if you if you had to ask me, I think at best, Tink Hens is probably a middle-of-the-year September call-up type call-up. And that's probably if Kyle Gibson, Lance Lynn, or Steven Matz, or multiple of those arms are not living up to what you thought they would like if they're not performing to the level that you thought they would. So again, this is a guy with a ton of potential. He's clearly the best pitcher in the, in the Cardinals rotation. He's a starter, which is exactly what the Cardinals need. So again, uh, an exciting prospect to keep an eye on the number five prospect in the Cardinals system is pitcher Takoa Roby and Takoa Roby Uh, came over in the Jordan Montgomery deal, I believe. Yes, the Jordan Montgomery deal is where they acquired Takoa Roby, and he's 22 years old. And again, this is a pitcher who is much in the same vein as Tinkens. I mean, he's six foot one, 185 pounds. Um, And like I said, he's 22 years old. And when in in the Texas system, in, in AA at Texas, he was two and three with a 5.05 ERA and 46 and a third innings pitched. And when he came over to Springfield, he was a little bit better. But again, this is a smaller sample size, 12 innings pitched, three ERA. Um, he was able to strike out 50 batters and 56 and a third innings in the Texas system. And he struck out 19 batters in 12 innings at Springfield. So that is very promising. That That's exactly what the Cardinals need is a guy that can come in and and miss bats that should be their focus going forward 
But this is a guy, I don't think he's necessarily in the same tier as a Tink Hence. I mean, uh, his fastball, 92 to 96 miles an hour with a curveball in the upper 70s. He also has a changeup that is in the low 80s and a slider also in the low 80s. But again, this is a fastball, curveball, slider, changeup. And according to the scouts, they all grade out the same. I mean, the fastball gets a 55 grade, the curveball 55 slider change up same story uh, but this is not a guy that i think is in the same tier i think he's really good i think he has a lot of potential i think he's definitely the number two pitcher in their in their system right now but again tink hence if he hits could be that number one or number two at the top of the rotation i'm not sure to roby is i could be wrong i hope i'm wrong i hope he can be that guy but this is another guy to keep your eye on in 2024 because again according to mlb.com that's when he's scheduled to be to get up to the major league level and i would assume it's very much the same story as tink hence you know i think if he gets called up it would be because of an injury or because uh, one of those pitchers is not living up to expectation or they just need some depth somewhere maybe in the bullpen and it's probably going to be a mid-season september call up if he does get called up i would guess um, so to really answer this question, if these are the top two pitching prospects that the Cardinals have, I don't know if you can depend on them at the beginning of the season, but may, this could, it's probably going to be a mid season September call up for any of these guys. If they, if they're going to make an impact at the major league level. Now, the number six prospect, uh, for the St. Louis Cardinals is Gordon Graceffo and Gordon Graceffo is six foot four, 210 pounds. He's 23 years old, and this is a guy who does have some AAA experience. He was 4-3 and three at Memphis with a 4.92 ERA in 21 games. 18 of those games he started. In 86 innings, he struck out 81 batters. Again, that's pretty good. And again, this is another guy who probably needs to take the next step if the Cardinals are going to rely on him in 2020 in 2024 and again i think it would be probably a a mid-season call up uh, i think it's the, it's very much the same as a tink hence or a tico roby although he's a lot closer than those guys as he's been pitching in triple a um he did have to miss a good amount of time last last season with shoulder inflammation you never have to, you never like to hear that you never like to hear that pitchers have arm issues or arm injuries. Um, but again, he was able to pitch for a decent amount of the season. But again, the shoulder inflammation was a was a problem for him last year. And we'll see. We'll, like Again, these pitchers, I think, have a lot of promise that for the St. Louis Cardinals, and Gordon Graceffo is certainly one of those guys. Again, I don't know if he has the kind of upside that a Tink Hens has. I think Tink Hens is in a tier of his own, but this is a guy who, again, spots his fastball really well, 93 to 95 miles an hour. His slider is one of his better pitches. I think it's his best pitch. It averages in the mid 80s. Uh, he has a low 80s sinking changeup and a curveball uh, that, according to this report that I'm reading, acts as his fourth pitch. And so, again, with those three top pitching prospects that the Cardinals have, you can see a theme here. All of them are developing four pitches. All of them 
have a either a mid 90s fastball or in Tink Kent's case, he's reached 99 miles an hour with his fastball. And so did actually Gordon Graceffo. I mean, Gordon Graceffo in spring training was touching a uh, hundred miles an hour. Um, so these are some guys that have uh, some, some juice uh, to their, to their fastball. And again, I don't know to answer this question. If the Cardinals have this guy right now that can come up and make an impact at the major league level right now, but these are some prospects that the Cardinals could either trade or that, they are relying on for 2024 at the tail end of the season and potentially in 2025, I think is more realistic for them. Uh, so those are the top three pitching prospects. We'll talk about a few more here. Cooper Herpy is another guy. He's 22 years old. He is a, um, he hasn't pitched higher than the, the, than Peoria at the a plus ball or high a ball rather. He was two and three there with a 3.51 ERA, um, 41 innings pitch, 51 strikeouts and 41 innings pitch is pretty good. He's a left-handed pitcher, so that makes him unique. He is a little bit, he's not quite the, you know, the potential flamethrower that, uh, you know, a, a Tink Hentz would be. His fastball averages in the, in the low 90s. Uh, he has an upper 70s sweeping slider, a mid 70s curveball, and a changeup that sits about 80 miles an hour. So again, a four pitch arsenal, and all of those grades are in the in the 50s according to according to this report. Um, and and again, he's a he was a first round pick of the St. Louis Cardinals in 2022. And again, this is a guy who's probably not going to make an impact in 2024 according to MLB.com. His estimated time of arrivals in 2025 but it's an exciting arm to keep an eye on it's some it's he's a top 10 prospect he's the number seven prospect for the st louis cardinals right now and another name to keep your eye on is sim robercy and sim robercy is a guy who came over in the trade with uh texas i believe i, I believe he came over with texas it was either texas or baltimore um but he he pitched in triple a last year he's 21 year, or 22 years old 6'1 185 two and one record at memphis last year 4.84 era 35 and a third innings pitched and he struck out 44 guys in 35 and a third innings pitched so these are the these are the pitchers the cardinals are targeting and i think rightfully so guys who can miss bats and sim robercy is a guy again and and we'll see what happens. I mean, hopefully one of these guys are multiple uh, pitchers for the St. Louis Cardinals. Multiple of these guys can emerge and, and, and prove that they deserve a major league spot. I mean, that would be excellent. But again, this is a guy who has a fastball 93, 94 miles an hour. His, his next best, best pitch is a slider. And then he has a cutter and a changeup. So again, trying to develop that four pitch repertoire, um, and, and his ETA, in, according to MLB, is 2024. And again, with this ETA, I will say that it's an estimated thing. It, it depends on a lot of factors. You know, the Cardinals signed those, those pitchers, so that makes it a, probably a lot more difficult for them to make it to the major leagues. Um, so we'll just talk about a couple more guys. Michael McGreevy is another guy you should know about. He is 23 years old. He's six foot four, 215 pounds. 
And this is a guy, again, who pitched at Memphis last year. He's 11 and 6, 4.49 ERA, 134 and a third innings pitched, 107 strikeouts. So uh, this Michael McGreevy doesn't have the upside of a Tink Hens. According to a scouting report, uh, they think that he is a number four, number five in the rotation kind of starter. He's a right handed pitcher. Uh, so that is where they think his upside is. I, they think he can be pretty good, really good pitcher, um, but more of a innings eater in the, in the similar vein as a Kyle Gibson or, you know, like Lance Lynn type of pitcher, not necessarily a top of the top of the rotation kind of guy. And he is the number 12 prospect for the St. Louis Cardinals right now. And just to name a few more, I mean, uh, in the in the top 30, uh, Ian Bedell, right-handed pitcher who pitched at high A ball last year, uh, has some potential. Adam Kloffenstein is at the, you know, actually was at the major league level last year. Some of you are familiar with him. He's the number 17 prospect. Mac, Max Ratchik, I'm probably saying that wrong. Zach Showalter, uh, um, Edwin Nunez, Quinn Matthews, Bryson Motts. And all these guys that I'm listing off right now are guys that are probably not go- going to make the major league roster um, in 2024. So those are some players that you should probably keep an eye on. Those are some pitching prospects. And again, with Tink Hens and Takoa Roby at the top and Tink Hens being just a, a tier above because Tink Hens has the kind of potential, I believe, that could be a top of the line starting pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals, but I'd be interested to hear what you think. What do you think about the Cardinals pitching prospects? They added a lot towards the end of last year. Do you think that the Cardinals have a solution in their starting pitching for their starting pitching rotation in the minor leagues right now? Could that be a potential solution that helps the Cardinals propel them into the playoffs? I think the Cardinals should add another starting pitcher. That's what I think. I think Jordan Montgomery's perfect if they want to spend the money. But again, I digress. We've talked about that issue many, many times. We'll talk about it many, many more times as we head towards the beginning of the Major League season. Let's shift gears a little bit. Well, before we shift gears, let's take a break. Let's hear from our sponsors. But again, when we come back, we'll talk about more prospects that you need to know about for 2024 and beyond on this episode of Believe in STL Cardinals podcast. We are back on the program. So Daniel Guerrero published an article on New Year's Eve. God bless Daniel Guerrero for working on a New Year's Eve, by the way. He published an article. These were some of the top performing Cardinals prospects of 2023. And some of them we've talked about. Some of them we haven't talked about. But they led the the Cardinals in these areas. And top prospect Victor Scott. He talks about, and we talked about Victor Scott before, a very exciting guy who I do think could make an impact for the St. Louis Cardinals in 2024. He raced his way to 94 stolen bases and tied the major minor league lead in stolen, stolen bases in 2023. But these are some other prospects. We talked about Max Ratchik, uh, R-A-J-C-I-C. Um, we talked about him. He's a pitcher. So in his first season as a pro, Ratchick led all qualified Cardinals minor league pitchers in ERA with a 2.48 ERA, 
over 123 innings and a th- 123 and a third innings uh, between low A and high A ball. So that's really impressive. That's a guy to keep your eye on. Noah Medlinger's on base percentage, 425 on base percentage. Uh, Medlinger, 425 on base percentage with over 458 plate appearances was the 12th best among minor leaguers with a minimum of 450 plate appearances this year, according to fan graphs. Um, and, and so it, it also goes on to say, along with his on-base great success, the 23-year-old former undrafted free agent batted 294 in 111 games between high A ball and double A. So again, Noah Medlinger, he do, I don't know if he cracks the top 30 prospects, but that's a guy to keep your eye on. In, in high A, double A ball. Pete Hansen, um, 126 strikeouts, says after perf- improving his strikeout rate in his final year at the University of Texas, the left-hander paced the Cardinals pitching prospects in that category during his first year as a pro with 126. The 23-year-old compiled that strikeout total over 112 and two-thirds innings at low A Palm Beach, so that is a 26.9% strikeout rate. It ranked sixth best among Cardinals pitching prospects with a minimum of 60 innings. Luke and Baker is a guy that you guys are all familiar with. 33 home runs at class AAA Memphis in just 84 games. That's really impressive. We'll see. I mean, Luke and Baker, big old country boy. We, If you saw him play, I don't know with Paul Goldschmidt being at first base if there's going to be a role for him, um, but we'll see. Hansel Racone's walk rate, 3.8%, was way low amongst Cardinals pitchers with a minimum of 60 innings pitched. Rincon led led all pitchers in walk rate, 3.8%. Very good. RJ Yeagers, Y-E-A-G-E-R, uh, his weighted run runs created plus, or WRC plus, which is a stat that is... Very, very popular amongst guys who are MLB nerds like myself. Uh, so when it came to offensive productivity and providing value at the plate, Eager's WRC plus of 131, which 100 is average, uh, after spending the season in low A and high A ball, topped the Cardinals system. So RJ Eager, somebody to keep an eye on. Andre Marrero's strikeout rate at 31.6%. Very, very solid at class A or class high A Peoria. Rather, he's 23 years old. He struck out 85 batters over 60 innings. And finally, Nick Dunn. So Nick Dunn played 124 games in double A and triple A, and he batted 319. Uh, Dunn, who had not reached class triple A before 2023, collected 146 hits and was second among qualified Cardinals minor leaguers in OPS. He had an OPS of 855 after he played 73 games with double A and 51 games at triple A. So that those are some guys to keep your eyes eyes on as we go forward. Some prospects to be aware of. If if you want to read the full article, you can at St. Louis, uh, St. Louis post dispatch.com. I don't believe this might require a subscription. Actually, I think it does, but I'm sub- subscribed to St. Louis Post-Dispatch to get you all the, the latest news and updates about the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm all in. 
Uh, if you want to go get a subscription, you can um, and, and read Daniel Guerrero's for, full article about some of the top performing Cardinals prospects of 2023. And again, just just to leave you with some of the latest uh, news and notes from the St. Louis Cardinals, Paul Goldschmidt, it looks like the Cardinals want to resign him. I, I know that you know many people have different opinions. Paul Goldschmidt really tailed off towards the end of last year, but I think this is the kind of staple, the kind of guy that you build around him and Nolan Arenado, at least for the next couple of years. It depends on the, the numbers of the extension. I'm fine with a Paul Goldschmidt extension, if, if you ask me, but the numbers have to be right. And Derek Gould did say that I think the minimum that they can pay him per year is $17.6 million. It's something to do with the collective bargaining agreement, like if they want to extend him. So it's just something to keep your eye on, uh, and that's according to Derek Gould. So there's interest amongst – the Cardinals have interest in extending Paul Goldschmidt. So we'll see if that happens before the season, but it would be really interesting if they do decide to make that move, what the numbers are going to be and how long the contract is. So something to keep your eye on. And again, we're all hoping that the Cardinals add another starting pitcher. I think Jordan bringing Jordan Montgomery back would be the perfect solution. I think he's the number two to Sonny Gray's number one, and that makes a lot of things fall in place. And then if you add a bullpen arm, if Steven Matz moves to the bullpen, that can kind of solve two birds with one scone, that, that can feed two birds with one scone. But we'll see if they do that. We'll see if the Cardinals make that happen. But I want to hear what you think. What should the Cardinals do? Do you think that there's a prospect right now in the Cardinals farm system that has the potential of being a star at the major league level. I want to hear from you. You can DM the show at Believe in St. Louis Cardinals on Twitter. You can email me a question for the show at seth.dwald at gmail.com. Give us a five-star review, review on Apple Podcasts. And until next time, hang in there. I hope everybody had a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Go Cardinals. And until next time, be good, everybody. We'll catch you later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.